Welcome to the Gerald Brooks Leadership Podcast, a deep dive into biblical leadership with pastor and author, Dr. Gerald Brooks. Hi, this is Gerald Brooks. Uh, Just want to say to you, thank you so much for joining the podcast. We have a great lesson that I think is going to be very meaningful to you today, but let me start by putting on your radar some upcoming roundtables. Now, when I talk about the roundtables, I realize that a lot of you, it's easy to just listen to the podcast, but I'm telling you, as much as you learn by listening, there is some level of leadership that only happens when you're in the room. You have to be in the room, not just where you hear it, but you feel it. And the quickest way to multiply leadership is by putting yourself in leadership rooms. So here's some opportunities. On February 4th, Seattle, great church. Dennis Cummings is the pastor. Love to have you there. February 8th, Stockton, California. I'm telling you, it is a place that will uh, just be a leadership moment. And then March 1st, in Orlando, Florida. March 1st in Orlando, Florida. Who doesn't want to be in Florida and March in St. Louis, Missouri? I just want to encourage you. These are upcoming. If you're near these areas, around these areas, put yourself in the room. It'll be something that will benefit you. Hey, today I want to talk to you about overlooked leaders overlooked leaders. Some of you may know the story of Bill Crawford, a janitor at the Air Force Academy. This story is just an amazing story. Every day, the best and the brightest would walk by this janitor. All of these cadets were desiring to achieve the highest rewards our country had to offer. They prided themselves on being dedicated, of making sacrifices, willing to go to the uh, very end of life to protect our nation and to protect our country. But most of these young cadets cadets never noticed the janitor. See, the janitor was sort of in the background, but he was always there. He was there picking up, cleaning up, washing down, shining, all the things that would be expected of a janitor. Yet the cadets didn't realize that that janitor, Bill Crawford, was a recipient of the Medal of Honor, the highest honor that anyone in service can ever have, the Medal of Honor. He achieved that in World War II, and yet here he is, a janitor. All these people are aspiring to be great leaders, and one of the most impactful leaders is right in their midst. All of these people are dreaming of making tremendous sacrifices, but here's an individual that has made a sacrifice that very few ever make. See, during World War II, he had his company, his squad, pinned down. This was during the uh, attacks that occurred in Italy. And there came a place that there seemed to be no way that they were going to win because a machine gun nest had pinned them down. But Bill found a way to begin to crawl up towards the nest. He took a grenade, he threw it in, he took out this particular machine gun nest. The patrol proceeded further up the hill and again was pinned down, this time by a couple of machine guns. 
Again, it looks like they were going to be sitting ducks. There was no way for them to get out of this. But Bill, under heavy fire, made his way up to the first one. He threw a grenade, and there he literally destroyed the second machine gun. Then he went, and he went towards the third one. And there, with a grenade and his rifle, he secured the third. All the while, men were under fire. He was under fire. He had every chance and very little hope of coming out alive, and yet he performed. See, these cadets had greatness in their midst, yet they didn't notice it. They had someone who had performed at the most heroic levels, and yet they didn't recognize it. See, Bill is the epitome of the overlooked leader. And let me say to you that in leadership, there are so many leaders that get overlooked. They don't get noticed because they don't have the largest platform. They don't have uh, the greatest stage. They don't have the PR team. They don't have the books that are going out. They don't have the podcasts that are being listened to. They're just busy leading. The Bible's filled with overlooked leaders. How about David? You talk about an overlooked leader. When Samuel knew that the king of David was going to come from the house of Jesse, he asked Jesse to get all of his sons together. And he stood in front of each one and he said, no, 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 no. And he's at the end of the line and he finally turns to Jesse and says, is this all your sons? And he says, no. See, David hadn't even been invited. David was told to be out keeping the sheep. David was out there just serving. He was the the person who wasn't invited to the party. Yet the person that God's going to choose is the overlooked son. Gideon was an overlooked leader. We know that Gideon had a self-esteem issue. He felt that he was from the least tribe and the least family, and he was the least person in that family. So to put it in our terms, you couldn't get any lower than who Gideon thought he was. He was overlooked by everyone but God. And can I say something to some of you? You may have been overlooked by everyone, but God doesn't overlook you. He knows you're there and he knows your capacity. And maybe you're like Bill Crawford, that you're just busy in the background when everyone else is trying to achieve greatness and they miss greatness in their midst. And maybe you're like David, you don't get invited to the party, yet God knows that there's an invitation that he's extended to you. And Gideon, what about Nehemiah? Nehemiah is the most expendable individual in the king's court. He's the cupbearer. He's the one who's supposed to drink and eat before the king in case someone's trying to poison the king. You know what? When your job title is die first, you're often overlooked. But that's who Nehemiah was. What about John the Baptist? We know that there's a lot written about him in Scripture. But he had absolutely no status in society. 
In fact, when the Pharisees came and they began to ask him questions, they said, who are you? Why? Because he was an overlooked leader. Most people who lead and have great results from leadership are not the well-known leaders. They are less known leaders. There are people who hold up the platform so that others can stand on the platform. There are people who pray so that others can succeed. There are people who help so that others can thrive. The overlooked leader. I want to give you some lessons about overlooked leaders. How about this? They don't have titles. They don't show up on the organizational chart. See, some people are too busy leading to get a title. They're just out there and they're leading and they're out there just doing leadership things. They're amongst the people and they're just leading and, and they don't have some title and they don't have some uh, position on the organizational chart. And let me just look at this backwards. If you need a position to lead, you're probably not a leader. And if you need recognition on an organizational chart, you're probably not a high level leader. Because the thing about leaders that are overlooked is they're too busy leading. See, Bill wasn't a graduate of the Air Force Academy. He was just the guy that when leadership was needed, he led. And when leadership at a life and death level was there, he led. He was just an ordinary person who stepped into the fray at the darkest moment of life. So what I know about overlooked leaders is that they're not in it for the title. They're not in it for the position. They're not in it because they want something known about them. Another thing about overlooked leaders is they deserve respect even though they don't look for recognition. See, Bill wasn't looking for recognition, but he deserved respect. And it wasn't until one day that someone who knew Bill, who watched as all these cadets were hurrying by him, not giving him the time of day, not recognizing or noticing him in any way, that they said to him and said, do you realize as cadets who is among you? You're aspiring, but you're being disrespectful. See, Overlooked leaders deserve respect. I have the privilege of leading an organization, but one of my core values is, is to say thank you, to say thank you to every team member, to say thank you to everyone who volunteers, to say thank you, to never be so busy that I don't thank the person who's giving their time, giving their energy, giving their effort, and they may not be in a position that is paid. They may not be in a position that's high, but they deserve, they deserve respect. Another thing I think about overlooked leaders is that our society has lost the ability to be kind and courteous. And one of the things that brought Bill Crawford to the forefront was that there were people who knew who he was and knew what he did, 
but they watched all these cadets be too busy to be kind and too occupied to be courteous. Now, I don't want to push it off on a bunch of cadets because it's any of us. We're just using Bill's story, and that was the room he was in. But the reality is, is that being kind and being courteous has to be a part of our life. And what that means is, is when you're kind, you notice who others don't notice. And you talk to who others don't talk to. See, being kind is how you connect. And leadership ultimately is about connecting. It's about the ability to connect to people that maybe you're not normally going to connect with. I like to put it this way. Our world has a principle. It's called networking. Here's the way networking goes. I network with you because I think you can help me. And I think because you can help me, I want to network with you. But here's how the Bible goes. I help people who may never be able to help me. The Bible doesn't ask us to network. It asks us to be kind. And too often in our society, if we look at someone and we don't see them as a step up, they don't get our time. But here's the other side of it. When people do get our kindness, it's amazing how often they create a connection. So the simple act of, of noticing, the act of, of, of remembering someone's name, the act of, of saying hi, the act of just going a little bit slower, being kind and courteous is how you connect. Another thing that we understand about overlooked leaders is that leadership too often has a stereotype built into it. A leader looks like this, a leader acts like this, a leader responds like this. So there's a stereotypical idea of what a leader is. But the truth of the matter is, is that most leaders don't fit the stereotype. They may not be tall, they may not be handsome, they may not be beautiful, they may not have the looks going for them, they may not have all the education going for them, they're just leading. So one of the reasons that, that Bill wasn't recognized was simply because he's a janitor. And people don't look to janitors when it comes to leadership. I remember years ago reading an article, and it was an article about a bunch of young interns at a hospital. And these interns had more to do than they could possibly do, and they're a little bit young, and being young, they might have had a little bit of attitude about them. But one day, the, the doctor that was really the one who was helping them during their internships at the hospital asked him, said, I want you to tell me the name of the janitors. Everyone looked around and thought, what in the world? Where is this coming from? It doesn't matter. He said, no, 
I want to know their names. Don't come back till you know their names. They all went out on this seemingly meaningless scavenger hunt to find the names of the janitors. They came back and they gave him a list and he said, I want you to remember these names. And one of them finally just mouthed off. Why? We're here to learn to be doctors. Why do we need to learn the names of the janitors? And he looked at him and he said, let me ask you this. What is the number one reason that a surgery will fail, that a patient will be readmitted? And they said, reinfection. He then looked at him and said, well, what is the first way that you stop reinfection? And they said, by keeping an environment clean. He then looked at him and said, whose job is it to help you keep the environment clean? They all looked at each other and said, the janitor. He looked at him and he said, if you don't value the people on your team, then problems will happen. See, leadership doesn't have a stereotype that fits into it. Another thing about overlooked leaders is this, is humility is the trait that should always shine the brightest. See, Bill was never telling anyone that he was a Medal of Honor winner. He never communicated that. He never mentioned it. Why? Because humility is always the characteristic of great leadership. And it's the reason that some people are overlooked is that they're not out publishing their itinerary and their activities. They're not putting their resume out on the internet. They just help people and they do what needs to be done when it needs to be done. Another thing that we learn about Overlooked leaders is that leaders don't always lead from the top. See, if I were to mention to a business person, Warren Buffett or Jamie Dimon, they know exactly who they are. If I were to mention to some people in Christian circles, Martin Luther King Jr., Billy Graham, you would know who they are. Why they are all, whether in business or or spiritually, they were at the top. But leaders don't always lead from the top. Some leaders just lead from a closet, lead with a mop. Some people lead with their typing skills. They just lead. And leadership should never be positional. It should just be happening. Another principle, glory was never their goal. Glory was never their goal. I haven't met Bill, but I can tell you this. When he received that award, he was more conscious of the people who didn't come home than he was those who came home. And then he was more conscious of those who came home that had equally done things similar to what he had done 
but just hadn't been recognized. See, glory can't be your goal. If your goal is to be known, find a better goal. Your your goal is to be faithful. That's your goal. And so glory's not the goal of a leader. Faithfulness is. Serving is. Making a difference is. Glory's never their goal. Another thing about overlooked leaders is helping others was their heart. See, Bill just said he wanted to help the other people in his squad. He wanted to make sure that they were safe. Our goal is to always make life better for others. But probably the most important lesson is this. Life is filled with leaders. Just look around. So, lessons about overlooked leaders. They don't have titles. They just show up. They deserve respect, even though they didn't look for recognition. Being kind and courteous is how you connect. And leadership doesn't have a type. There's no stereotype to it. And humility is the trait that makes a leader shine the brightest. And leaders don't always lead from the top. And glory was never their goal. And helping others was their heart. And life is filled with leaders. Just look around. I guess I wanted to share this lesson for two things. Maybe you are on the top of the organizational chart. Who are the overlooked leaders you need to recognize? And maybe you are an overlooked leader. You need to hear job well done. Thank you for what you do to make heaven bigger and the kingdom of God better. I want to remind you of our roundtables, February 4th in Seattle, February 8th in Stockton, March 1st in Orlando. Please join us for each of those. If you know people in those areas, if you can let them know, what I can tell you is, if you want to multiply leadership, get in the room. If you want to uh, add leadership, just listen to a lesson. But when you're in the room, it compels you to be bigger and better in ways that nothing else will. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Gerald Brooks Leadership Podcast. If you'd like more information on Dr. Brooks's books, audio, or speaking engagements, please go to geraldbrooksministries.com. 